Hey, it's Pat. I want to make sure you know about an upcoming event we're calling the Backstage Brainstorm. I do this show every day to bring people together so we can grow our businesses with one another. The next step is to join us for a brainstorming meeting. I want to meet you. I want to get to know you and your business. And I want to introduce you to the Idea Slam feedback and brainstorming sessions that we do inside the Idea Collective. It's a totally free, totally fun event. Click the link and you can sign up and be our guest. The Backstage Brainstorms coming up next on September 27th. All right, let's start the show. Morning. Hi. Taco Tuesday, baby. Not that I'm hungry or anything. Small Business Mornings is on the air. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. This is the daily meeting for small business founders everywhere. And we're doing it because life is too short to build somebody else's dream. And you know, I believe small businesses are dreams, not jobs. So on this show, we're getting you ready to take on the day so you don't have to grow it alone. You ready to rumble? Good. Let's get going. On today's show, I'm on a search. I'm on a desperate quest to find any news that I think you would actually give a darn about. We'll talk about that in a minute. We've got a question of the day today as well, and it was from a new study that was released. You see, the folks that go work for someone else and they report in big buildings downtown, they're starting to complain about having to go back to work and how much better they had it when they worked from home. And they're stressed and they're overwhelmed because they're working for someone else. But those of us that build our own business, we're working from home the whole time. So the question of the day is, do you have a separate workspace in your home for your business? Or is it just the kitchen table? How do you separate your business and your personal life when you work from the house? Also today, two, not one, one would be slacking, two giant, massive, extra all innovations for the Pat Miller Show, two of them to announce today. And as always, your questions, comments, and sarcastic remarks. Now, before we get going, I want to give a big high five. This is, if I could reach the camera, I would be high-fiving Rhonda and Tom independently yesterday sent me a note just to let me know that they're watching the show and they're enjoying the show. So Rhonda and Tom High five to you. Thank you for tuning in to Small Business Mornings because this is a new show that I think needs to exist and we need to have a conversation with one another every day because we need those good vibes. We need to know that we're not growing it alone. And a little bit of discussion, you know, can kind of help us get along and keep going, especially when we're solopreneurs. So Rhonda and Tom, you're currently my favorite. If you're watching the show, Shoot me a message, drop a comment in the chat, do anything you want, and let me know that you are with us so that way um, I know that we're on the right track. So thank you, Rhonda and Tom. Appreciate you. Okay, so let's get into the news, and then we'll do our question of the day. I've got those innovations that I cannot wait to share, so that is going to be awesome. Okay, here we go. In the news today. Like I say, I've been looking for news stories that I think you would care about, but boy, that is really hard to do right now because here's what you need to know about the world. Stock market, fine, doing great, no problem, but nobody is like 
covering small business news of note. It's all big business. And when you go to big business, they're talking about Twitter. Okay, fine. Twitter changed its name. Big deal. Half the world thinks Twitter is going in the dumper. The other half thinks Elon Musk is the smartest guy in the world. I don't care. It's Twitter. Who cares? Does that affect your day-to-day business? No, it doesn't. So we're not going to talk much more about Twitter. And the other thing about big big businesses when they cover it, it's all about financing and bankruptcies. And uh, Then you go to CNN. CNN is covering two things. They're covering climate change and they're covering politics. And that's it. That's all CNN covers anymore. So don't care. I mean, yes, I care, but not for this show. I don't care as far as updating you daily on the state of the macro climate. It's not like you know, your one-on-one with the banker is going to change that today. So if I see something that I think you need to know about, I'll make sure that I share it here on the show. There are a few things that I do want to share today, though. There is big international news that I think will affect you. China has changed foreign ministers. Quinn Gang has been replaced by Wang Yi. I have no idea what that means, but man, those are kick-ass names. Quinn Gang replaced by Wang Yi. I wish my name was cool like that. I mean, Pat Miller, how boring. Bob Johnson, Alan Fisher, boring. No, Quinn Gang, that is a hell of a name. I want a different name. So yeah, that's really all. I just wanted to say their names. There's really no significance to us as small business owners, but it's just pretty fun to say their names. So that happened. The other thing that we do need to pay attention to, and I don't know what I'm telling you to do about this because there's really no directive, but it's just the other big story. Like, you know, like you see a thunderstorm off in the distance and you're like, oh, hey, look over there. See that over there? We're going to get rain. You, can you picture that? You maybe hear the thunder. You see the dark clouds over there and like, you know, I'm from central Illinois, so it becomes kind of a a sport to figure out how long you have until the rain gets there and whether or not you can finish your round of golf by the time the rain gets there, whether or not it'll be tornadic. Like you kind of get good at that when you grow up in central Illinois, like I did. There wasn't much else to do besides play golf and forecast rainstorms, but you see the rain coming like, oh my God, here it comes. So the rainstorm that's coming at us is next year's 2024, which means there's going to be another presidential election. And the reason why I'm bringing it up today is I was reminded today that the presidential primary debates will start next month in August. Debates. Oh, Here's the other thing, and this is just, again, thunderstorm. If the election was held today, it would be Biden and Trump. I mean, maybe I could move to China. Maybe my name could be Quinn Gang, right? Maybe. maybe. I mean, are you ready to go through that again? Biden against Trump? (laughs) I mean, I'm not making a political statement. I'm not saying one versus the other. I'm just saying, are you ready for that? No, no, I'm not. And if you live here in Wisconsin, it gets even better because the Republican National Convention's coming here. 
So not only will it be the thunderstorm over the whole country, we're going to have like a severe politics warning happening right here in Wisconsin. So it's going to be great uh, here for the next, I don't know, how much longer to the election? 16 months? <sighs> so I'm trying. I'm telling you, I'm looking up Al Jazeera. I'm looking up AP News. I'm looking up Apple News. I'm looking up Google News. I'm looking up the Elm Grove Independent. I'm looking up everything to try and find something that affects you on a day-to-day -day basis. And I'm struggling. Trying, just so you know, I'm trying. But there is one more piece of news that you do need to know. Matt LeBlanc, Joey from Friends, is having a birthday today. Okay, see? Now that's happy. That's not like the death election, and it's not China's foreign ministers. Like, this is something we really need to know. It's Matt LeBlanc's birthday today. Happy damn birthday. Isn't that great? That's great. But here's what's not great. Do you know how old Matt LeBlanc is? You don't really want to know this. If you're a Friends fan, you don't want to know this. How old do you think Matt LeBlanc is today? Joey from Friends. Any idea? He's 56. AARP, how you doing? I mean, come on, 56? How did he get so old? <laughs> I mean, right, that means we're, yeah, okay, you get it. Yeah. So I'm keeping my eyes out there. And wow, Stephanie Kern, look at you with the big brain. 55, hell of a guess. Man. You win today. So yeah, I'll keep my eyes open for news that you need to know. Uh, and when I find something, I will make sure that I share it. All right, so our question of the day is coming up here in a minute. Uh, but before we get there, I want to share my two innovations. Because my innovations today, I two innovations like man invents fire. These are big deals. I have two innovations on today's show that will make this show better. So let's share innovation number one. The inspiration of this show is to have a daily conversation with you. And it's a daily show for small business owners, which means it's a daily show for people that have way more work to do than time available to do it. I get that. So you don't have time to find me on social and watch it in real time. Good news. Innovation. Click that link right there. Click the QR code in the corner. Click something because now this show is a podcast as well. So I'm going to do the show every day. And as soon as I get off the air, I'm going to throw it up. That sounds bad. I'm not going to throw it up. I'm going to place it lovingly on my podcast feed. So if you click that QR code or click that link, you can then subscribe on Apple and Spotify and Google and Amazon and wherever you get your podcasts. We will be there. So the idea is that we can be here for you whenever you need it because you've got things to do and I want to be where you are. So click that link and you can get my podcast uh, and our daily conversation because my vision, as maybe you've heard me say before, this show is not about tuning in to hear what I have to say. This show is to be here when you need us. Because when you wake up one day and you realize, damn it, I don't want to do this. How do you find the momentum to get yourself back up the hill so you can go take on the day? That's what this show is about. 
little bit of positivity, a little bit of creativity, a little bit of procrastination-tivity. All of the tivities is what we've got here on the show. So if it's in a podcast form, you can take it out for a walk, hear what I'm babbling about today, and then get on with it and go make some money. So that's the first innovation, Man Invents Fire. We are now streaming the show uh, daily, and we have a podcast as well. But here's the second innovation. This is, oh, this hit me yesterday. The second innovation of the show. I've been asking people to come on the show and brainstorm with me. I've been asking people to call in because the software that I'm using allows you to call in, which is super great. So at any time, Alan Fisher watching the show this morning, what's up, brother? I could say, hey, call in, and Alan Fisher could click a link and bloop, pop up on my screen. Well, I've been sharing this information over and over and over again. Hey, everyone, I'd love to have you on the show. Call in. And it hit me yesterday why people aren't calling in. Do you know why people aren't calling in? Not everyone rolls out of bed this devastatingly handsome. Because if you call in, you'd have to have your camera on. And if you're not ready to have your camera on, you're not ready to call in. So, innovation. Man invents fire. We are adopting a no-camera call-in policy. This is a no-camera call-in policy. I want to talk with you. I don't have to look at you. Now, you get a bonus point if you want to call in and use your camera. That's groovy, but we're going to have a no camera call-in policy. So if you want to call in to the show, you can do it at any time. And we call in so we can basically hear what's on your mind, hear a news story that you saw that was worth sharing, or, or do some idea generation, capture some opportunity, get the pulse of what's going on in the small business community. So it's really that easy. You just need to click that link or the QR code, and you can call in during the show. It's that easy. And see, look at this. Facebook user, ditto, still in my robe. Isn't that true, right? I'm still in my PJ pants. Yes, I've got this beautiful Italian cashmere Kohl's sweater on, but I've also got the PJ pants on. So don't kid yourself. It's that easy to call in. So I would love to have you join us when you're ready uh, to be a part of the show. So it's a no camera call in policy is now a part of the show. And we are now podcast every single day. So this QR code that you see up here in the corner, right there, bing, bing, bing. At any time, you can click that and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get them. So I thought that was pretty smart, right? Like I thought of that yesterday and I'm walking through my neighborhood, walking through the neighborhood. I'm like, oh my God, that's why people don't want to call in. I wouldn't want to call in if I wasn't the host of the show. I mean, look at me, my God, who shows up as Zoom looking like this, but someone has to do it. So no camera call in policy. So I'd love to have you there. Let's talk about our question of the day, shall we? Question of the day today is driven by a poll that was released. How do you separate your home and office lives? So I read an article and I thought it was pretty interesting. And they used a word I had never heard of before. Presenteeism. <laughs> no. 
Let me say that again. There's a word floating around corporate, which is just a BS word factory, presenteeism. Have you ever heard that word presenteeism? Presenteeism. So it's essentially what it sounds like. People that show up and have to be present and the effects of being present, presenteeism. And the study pointed out that corporate employees are tired of being present for all day. And they're pushing back saying that a full day, like eight to five or nine to five, is performative. That they're there because they're being told they must be there. (coughs) Excuse me. And they like that whole working from home thing because they were more productive at home. BS, you are not more productive at home. I work at home. Uh, believe me, no one works at home more than I work at home. And I know how much BS it is that you were more productive at home. But okay, we'll let you have that for a minute. So why are we talking about corporate and presenteeism and being more productive at home? Well, there are a few killer quotes inside this story that I think you need to hear. And I think it can stoke some discussion for us. So the first quote is, without a clear physical separation between work and home, individuals may find it challenging to disconnect and set clear boundaries. And then here's the quote, this lack of separation can lead, and in many cases did lead, to longer work hours, increased workloads, and difficulty taking breaks or time off. No kidding. No kidding. Right? Do you work from home? No kidding. And then the overnight switch to home working in the pandemic undoubtedly increased some people's workloads, BS, and they were unable to switch off metaphorically and literally, BS. Instead of using the commute home to wind down from work, they stayed always on. Now that point I will give you, and this is what I want to talk about. How do you separate your workplace in your home and your life? Because that always-on thing is for real. And it's also the concept of being always accessible. Because my lair here is in the basement, right? My entire life is upstairs. So if you go up those stairs, there's a 100-pound dog and the two giant teenagers that are in their bedroom sleeping. And Abby was here this morning. We had coffee, but now she's off conquering the world, taking pictures. But my life is upstairs. But down here is the office. And the fact that my office is always here, right here, just come down the steps and you can be on set right here and right over here where I do my work and talk with the Idea Collective. It's this feeling that you're always accessible and you're always on. And then you feel like you always should be on. So when I get done with my work day and I want to go hit some golf balls, The idea of standing up from your desk and leaving the house to go do something feels really weird because it used to be, well, I got to get home for dinner or I got to get home to pick up the kids or whatever. I have to leave work and there was no going back. Well, now I never leave work. In fact, I have to purposely go do something while living at work. It's really weird. So how do you separate your work life from your home life. And if you have some killer strategies, let us know in the comments because I would love to feature you uh, during this conversation. I've got some ideas and some ways that I do it that may be helpful to you. 
because it's something that we have to think about it because it is, it will get you. When you talk about burnout and when I talk with folks in the idea collective that are really overwhelmed, a lot of time it's because they're working too frequently. Susie, who I love, was working on her birthday yesterday. Susie, what are you doing? It's your birthday. Happy birthday. Right? We work all the time. So here are a few ideas that you might be able to steal to help you separate your work life from your home life a little bit better. One thing that I have here in the studio is I have smart lighting. So in my office, I have smart lighting. So you see back here, see these colors behind me? Beautiful. Uh, those are smart lights. So at 6.30 p.m., automatically, all my lights turn off. Whoop. They don't make that noise, but all my lights turn off. So that way, uh, I know it's another cue that I should go home. <laughs> I need to go home and go upstairs and go hit golf balls or go do something. But that's one little mental cue. Another thing I've done in the past, I don't have it set up now, but I used to have Alexa do stuff at the top of the hour. So I'd have it play the news. I'd have it um, start playing a song. I'd set timers all the time using Alexa. That's an easy way to do it. Another thing that you can do is you can block your time through your calendars. So on my Gmail calendar, there are entire days when I'm not available to be booked. And I used to have set up at four o'clock, no meetings after four o'clock. So my automated calendars, I could not get booked during those times. One other thing that I do is I don't say I'm going to work until six o'clock tonight. When I'm getting close to being done, the way that I set the end of my day is I say, I'm going to work for one more album. So I'm going to listen to Boston, amazing album. And when this one's over, I'm going to get up for the day. It's like, okay, Boston's over. I'm going to get up. So those are some ideas. We've got a comment here from Stephanie who won the day already, and now she's back for more. I've been working from home for 20 years. I have a more extended work day because I do both home stuff and work throughout the day. I'm a designer and I'm not necessarily creative for eight to nine hours a day. So I start at the same time every day and there was more and mix in work, personal time and housework with that. What that means is I end my day around 9 p.m. Totally true. It goes on. It's like a lifestyle, right? You've heard me say that before. It's a small business lifestyle. Thank you for weighing in, uh, Stephanie. I appreciate it. And Susie Moon feel, feels outed that I ratted out on her that she had to work yesterday on her birthday. That was your choice, Susie. You didn't have to do it. But happy birthday. We love you. All right. So a few other ideas um, to not work the whole time is to make plans. Make plans with others and make plans with yourself. And when someone shared this concept with me, it blew my head apart. Everybody knows making plans with others is really effective. So let's say you don't want to work all day, Stephanie. Make a lunch date with someone at 1130 because you'll know that you have to stand up from the desk by this time, get yourself ready, transport yourself over there, and then you've got a meeting. So making plans with other people definitely helps get you uh, through the day with these kinds of checkpoints. But the concept that blew my head apart was making plans with others or making plans with myself, rather. You can do that? Hell yes, you can do that. At two o'clock, I've got a meeting. 
What's the meeting? None of your damn business. Now, if you look at what the meeting is, I've got a tea time. I'm going to play golf. But hey, I've got a really important meeting at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Sorry, busy. And I don't. I've actually got to work all day today. But if I did, I'd have a meeting at 2 o'clock this afternoon. One other idea, business BFFs. Shout out Jennifer Buchholz. Or other accountability buddies, shout out Idea Collective and Brad Herna and the Accountability Club. Finding people that will hold you accountable to what you say you're going to do. So finding a way to separate your space physically, giving yourself cues that you're not making uh, a purposeful choice on every day, like your lights going dark or Alexa doing something at the top of the hour, booking out your calendar so you know when your day starts and ends, making plans with others, and sometimes making plans with yourself for what's important. All ways that you can help separate work from home. We've got something else we need to share. We put the Savannah Bananas fundraiser on sale yesterday for the Idea Collective, and it was Oppenheimer mushroom cloud. So if you didn't see the announcement yesterday, we put this on sale. The world-famous Savannah Bananas are coming to Milwaukee, and the world-famous Idea Collective is doing a fundraiser for the soon-to-be world-famous Islands of Brilliance. Islands of Brilliance, a beautiful charity serving neurodiverse and autistic kids to build life skills and confidence by learning and leaning into their artwork and life skills. It's just an incredible organization. And of course, we're partnering with Bank 5-9 because they're the coolest. So we've got the Savannah Bananas coming to Milwaukee. We are doing a fundraising meetup with the team on Thursday night, September 7th. And then we get to go see the game on the 9th. So we put this ticket release on sale, pre-sale, for Idea Collective members, Bank 5-9 customers, and Islands of Brilliance donors only yesterday. We have 120 tickets on sale, okay? How many did we sell yesterday? I logged in this morning. As of this morning, we have already sold 42 of the 120 that we have available. Now, this is not available to the public yet because as soon as it is available to the public, they're going to be gone. There's a waiting list of 400,000 people waiting to get these tickets. Now, I bring this up again because Islands of Brilliance is awesome and they deserve to have a complete sellout. But I'm really bringing this up because if you're a part of our mission, if you're part of the Idea Collective, you're watching Small Business Mornings, you're listening to the Pat Miller Show, you're awesome. And I don't want you to miss this chance because the opportunity to party with the players, to meet and see Jesse Cole again, to be in the room with the team is something that you're going to reflect on for a long, long time. It is going to be the most fun thing that I can think of. And you need to grab your tickets. So if you're in the Idea Collective, click the link and get the tickets today, today, before they're gone. And if you're not a part of the Idea Collective, cross your fingers that there are still tickets available as of Monday when the entire thing lights up. So very excited for that. Thank you, Jeff McCarthy and Bank59. And uh, very excited for the Islands of Brilliance. And thank you to all of our donors so far. 42 out of 120 in one day is just well, it's bananas. Okay. We talked about our innovations today. Just know 
that we now have a no camera call-in policy. So when you're ready to come on the air, click the link and join the show. And the other innovation is the fact that we now have a podcast. So we are now available for you to podcast the show because getting on Zoom or whatever this is on LinkedIn or Facebook isn't always convenient. But if you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player, then I'm always in your pocket. Hi, when you're ready, you can check in with the Small Business Universe and see what's going on. So that is now live as of this morning. So click that QR code or the link and you can get us wherever you go. That's pretty much a wrap for today's Small Business Mornings. Uh, I really appreciate you tuning in because I see the future for this show. I see the importance of this conversation and I really appreciate you being a part of our journey. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, founder of the Idea Collective, host of Small Business Mornings and all the other junk that I do. Go eat a taco. It's Tuesday. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.